0: Good evening, good evening, good evening. It's 4 p.m., stand up, it's count time. Time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. Welcome to another edition of Pound Time Podcast. I am Brother L. Diazobra, formerly named Lyman White. Thank you for joining us today. Today we have a true legend. A Baton Rouge legend, LSU legend, uh, played a little pro football, but we most know him for his famous restaurant. We got the legendary Honorable, should I say Honorable? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> to make nobody bad. I don't want to make nobody mad. We got Mr. Mike Anderson. Welcome to Count Time, Mike. Thank you very much. And. See, now people are going to figure out how you get a conversation with Mike Anderson. I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Really, Mike and I have been running into each other for the last several years. We got a dear friend named Mark Lumpkins. Every year, Mark hosts a couple events at the restaurant, at the Mike Anderson restaurant. For former Tigers, and I'm talking about the old, the real Tigers, the old Tigers, right? So we see each other at that event every year, along with a bunch of other guys, uh, Coach Jerry Stovall, Mr. Jimmy Fields, and uh, quite a few. It's quite a few guys, and we got a chance to talk. I never really knew Mike before. I've been knowing of the great Mike Anderson, but I really had not been had a chance to speak to him. But last year, I sent him a picture that we had all taken together. And I know y'all hear a lot of cats and dogs in the background. We're not at the Baton Rouge Zoo, <laughs> just about. <laughs> we, had, we had Mike. Addison. it looked like a zoo on the outside. A beautiful scenery on the outside. So we had. Uh, he told me to come to his home, his son's home, in the Baton Rouge area. So we over here. We got we got a, a bunch of animals over here. We, Mike, what we do? We do a living legend set, and you're one of our living legends. So I'm excited to have you. Let me, everybody know, Mike. Mike is the great. He played at Lee High School in the Baton Rouge area. Uh, He went to LSU, was an All-American, All-SEC linebacker. So give us a little bit about your story from the start to it how you ended up at LSU. Well, I
1: was growing up, we had uh, three guys, two other guys than me, and we just made a pack. that one of the guys was a good basketball player. Who was he? Buddy Shirley. He he, he did sign it. Basketball scholarship at LSU, and this other guy, Tommy Rouse, was real fast, and he was in track. So we signed a pact that, and I was the fattest, you know. So when I was a kid, so we signed this pact that Buddy Shirley was going to go to LSU on a, a basketball sh- scholarship, Tommy Rouse on a football scholarship, uh, about uh, a track scholarship, and I would go on a football scholarship. Sure enough, it happened. What age did that happen? That's that's, oh, that's, that's, I, that's fascinating. Was about in, uh, I mean, real young. 7th grade, 8th grade, something that were in that range.
0: And y'all made a pack yeah. at, in 7th grade to go play at LSU on different, in different, different sports? Different sports. What, how did y'all come to making a pack? What brought that about?
1: Well, we were just big LSU fans, and uh, Buddy Shirley was the best basketball player. Tommy Rouse was the fastest,
0: and I was the fattest.
1: And so, uh, I just we just signed. That's the reason we signed the pack.
0: So, so where did you grow up in Baton Rouge?
1: Off of Lee Drive. So you was oh, right no, down the street Glasgow from Glasgow Avenue. Yeah. So you was right around the corner. So you went yeah. to
0: Glasgow Middle. Went to Glasgow and then to Lehigh. Oh, okay. Then and you ended up you graduated from from Lehigh in what year? Sixty-seven. That
1: was LSU. Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Okay. Yeah. So
0: you you graduated from Lehigh in sixty-seven. And the three of y'all went to LSU at the same time? Yeah. Well, they were all a little bit older.
1: About a, one was one year and two years, and I was the— So you was the last one, and, you, and one, you made yeah. it there. Yeah. I Th- I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Side the back, They, they did it. <laughs> so that, that put pressure on you that yeah, you had to make it to do it.
0: Did y'all know y'all was pretty good athletes at the time, in the seventh grade? Or y'all Not just,
1: really. Did? We didn't know. It was just— that's what we did. That's all we did is play
0: the sports. And y'all grew up right down the street sure. from LSU, right, next door to each other. Yeah. We were next door to and each other, and y'all was right down the street from from Tiger Stadium. So yeah, y'all sure. heard the yep. roars, the well, excitement. we went to
1: all the games, and <clears throat> my dad had uh, season tickets, and we went to all the games.
0: No, that, that is a, that's a pretty good story all by itself. we're to hopefully we can get revisit that. Now when when I met you. I'm in 1976. I came in town as a recruit, and they brought me by Mike Anderson restaurant that was located on Highland Road at a house.
1: Yep, so, that's right.
0: What, what, year, what year did you start that restaurant over there when you started out? Uh,
1: what so, was it, 75, 70, 70, I think it was around right, 75, didn't
0: it was the year before, because they said you had just opened a restaurant, so within the last, that year, last year, or so you had opened a restaurant. And so, you know, they, bring, they was bringing the recruits there. <clears throat> it was, and at that time, it was you and uh, Ralph and Kaku's was the two biggest seafood yeah, restaurants at the time. Right. Yeah, and uh, But, you know, they brought, because you was a, you was a tiger, so they brought us to you, and you right off the campus. Sure. And the food was excellent. Now, at that time, coming out of the country, a young, young boy like me out of Franklin, I wasn't used to. Eat. I was not used to eating that in a restaurant anyway. So that was fine dining at its best well, for me. I appreciate that. <laughs> it really was. The food was good. It's still good. Years almost going on fifty years. Yeah,
1: man. getting close. Getting close 47 to 47 or something oh, wow. like that now. Yes, that's a long time to I be did. in business. A long time. Well, I'm hoping my son. He he's uh, pretty much taken over, and he's. Uh, Doing pretty good with it. I'm That's Mike the 2nd
0: Mm-hmm. Now, when I, when I got to LSU, of course, you was a legend. Your name was, you know, ringing about. You had left several years before. And uh, 70, 71 was your last? 70 was six, your eight, last.
1: Six, nine and 70, I'm 70 like. was your last season. Yeah, 70 maybe 70.
0: Because you went in the 71 draft, right? Got drafted yeah. in 1971 or 72. Yeah. I came as a linebacker. But it moved me to a stand-up linebacker slash DN, outside linebacker. So I, and But you was, you had the history of the leading tackles, the tackler in Ellis at the time. So they say you you made plenty of tackles. You was a hard hitter. Any of that to be true? Well, I, I would think, I mean, I, the reason I
1: played the game, I love football and I love to hit, you know, and I, I like the whole every bit about it. Worked out, did my best. I just wanted to Play, you know, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the hitting and everything else.
0: But as as you have gotten into your 70s, there are consequences all that hitting.
1: Very big consequences, and that is uh, about everything has come back to haunt me about the games, you know. Like what you mean by that? Well, bad neck, bad back, uh, shoulders, legs, hips, you name it.
0: But don't tell me that now. I'm gonna be getting seventy (laughs) percent. So I got a lot, got a lot to look forward. to. I'm already on on my last leg, now for real. So you're telling me that? But also, I saw where a few, quite a few, several years ago that you and your wife had sued right there the company that make hammers, football.
1: Yeah. Well, I was, I was not quite dizzy a bunch of times, and and they. Don't have didn't make the helmets like they do now for sure you know, but nothing ever came of it.
0: Right. So and back then, <clears throat> matter of fact, they would tell us the linebackers knock their block off. <laughs> you know they would basically encourage you to, oh yeah, you know, knock them out. You know. Well, that's that's yeah, that's it, the name of the, was the name of the yeah, game. I mean,
1: you trained to hit. That's exactly
0: right. I think if it's a good running back in the game, or a good quarterback. They would, the name of the game was to take them out take, if you take, could. Literally take yeah, them out.
1: Exactly. Take, uh, literally take
0: them out. I think in my f- four years of college at LSU, I, I might have took about at least seven or eight out of the game. And if they get down,
1: the more first stringers they can lose, the better chance you got to
0: win. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you, you increased your odds. That's right. That's right. And you played under the Charlie McClendon, too. Yep. Yeah. So we both had that experience. Now you share your experience with Coach McClendon.
1: Well, Coach Mike was, uh, I think, a great guy. He was, I think, he was fair with people, and and he was a good coach. I, overall, I thought he was really a good, and a good guy.
0: So you, so you enjoyed playing under the enjoyed, yeah. I,
1: I liked him a lot, but he was he would demand a lot from you, but. I had no problem because I just, I wanted to play the game.
0: You, you back then, y'all couldn't play as freshmen either, right? No, couldn't play as freshmen. Okay. I think when we, when the year I got there, it must have been one of the first years they allowed yeah. a to play. Yep. In, uh, but, right, We probably
1: there. were the, in the
0: first. As a matter of fact, when when I did get there and they had a freshman team and they put, you know, after the first couple of weeks, they start moving everybody around. And they moved me. On with the, they moved me with the varsity and had everybody else on the freshman side. The guys that came there with me. And I had an attitude because I wanted to play with the freshmen. I, 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 I didn't want to play with the varsity at the time. I wasn't even thinking about playing with the varsity.
1: Huh. Well, I mean, that's, I wish we would could probably could have played with the varsity when I was. But I don't know. right, just... You got to grow. too and uh, with the varsity team, and I yeah. didn't,
0: I didn't feel, I felt out of place. Yeah, well, I could understand that too. And I felt that okay. These, my friends going over there, my my classmates, and when I came in there with, and it took me a while to kind of adjust to that. And, uh,
1: yeah, I understand.
0: Now, and you went to uh, the Robert E. Lee High School, that's now been changed, the name been changed to Liberty High School. And you at the time when you played LSU had no no people of African descent on the team at the time, right? No people what of African you know? No no good. no no. So what, what was that experience like? There was any difference? You thought anything different about it? Anything that was, you know, just, just was a norm. It was no big deal.
1: Uh, I thought it was no big deal. Uh, a lot of people did, but. I think a lot of people were afraid that they were going to lose the positions, too, and, which they did. What do you mean
0: by that? <laughs>
1: well, we had a lot of guys that were just, you could tell they were nervous about losing positions. And, uh,
0: what, what, to the average to the, uh, Af- people? To yeah, the, the, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Because everybody get... was talking, you know, knowing how fast everybody was and big. And uh, well, you was a big guy too, though. I right? was about the biggest man on the defensive <laughs> team at LSU that led the nation in rushing defense.
0: You was the you was bigger than the D line. Yep, bigger than defensive
1: line. You had the speed though of a. Of a linebacker? well, well I had this, Well, about the speed, I guess. And but we weren't big at all back then.
0: No, the players, big players was a, was a, a phenomenon back then. Yeah, you know? I mean, so that's right. <clears throat> so. At LSU at the time, when it when it started talking about integration, that was a concern with the uh, with the white players that they might lose their position to the to the other players. Exactly. But you know, if you if you playing and you you playing on that level, because like when I when I was there, LSU brought in some good players on all sides, right? And everybody had to fight for a position. Ain't nothing was handed to you. you had to fight for a position. Now when I when I got there. There was that was there was kind of the confrontation was was dying down between the, the difference of, of the players coming from you know from my from my background and yours <clears throat> but there was still some fight going on There was still some some guys sided with each other because they didn't want their friend to lose a position right right so they exactly. would, so they, they yeah. would like plot against against the other guy you know against you to you know take you out of the game. You know that? Well, yeah, exactly. And they, you know, just get you hurt, and then— <laughs> You ain't got to worry about and you. I, and then, and I
1: guess. And I, I didn't—I never, I never played with anybody till I went to Pittsburgh. Of course, I didn't play any pro ball because of all my injuries, but—
0: So you was already hurt when you got the pro ball?
1: Yeah. Uh, I was getting hurt all the time was LSU. Hey. Neck, back, knees. So you, you was hitting that hard that you was— Either I was hitting that hard or I was getting hit that hard. <laughs>
0: That's I mean, you know, we was we, we always said that we all had those when I mean, you get days. Oh yeah. And, you know, the coach yeah. coach would call us something. We just go, we see stars To tell you go sit down a minute. Yeah. We'd get ready to go back out. I mean yeah, they wouldn't right. they wouldn't sit you. Wouldn't it was, do no, nothing. it was no concussion protocol. Nope. Only <laughs> but sit down for a minute. And, uh, yeah, and you sit down c- and wear off, yeah, and, go and, they wear go off and go back in yeah. and come back out swinging again. That's amazing, huh? That's hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> and we did it over yeah, yeah, and over, over and over again. And you're doing it sometimes. I tell you, that was several games where – several times in several different games because when you – as a linebacker or when you come in to make a tackle, you don't know what – you, you anticipate what the running back might do. But you never know. Sometimes they'll shift, they'll move. And a few times I went to make a attacker, think I'm going to have a good straight up hit him in the chest, knock him back. All of a sudden they move, and you already low because you've been taught to get low when you make a attacker. Right. And they they, they they happen to just move, raise that knee up, and that knee hit you in the, in the hammer or the chin. That was the oh, worst feeling. Yeah, that, that was powerful. I think that. you're right.
1: Yeah, that was what exactly what it was. Power with the, with the legs. Oof, oh, that's brutal.
0: I mean, and you just like, you know, you made the plate. Yeah. But you kind of like did it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> You got. You need recovering. You got to
1: recover from that. Exactly. Probably every game, I was knocked dizzy at least once. weren't you? <laughs> no, 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 I well, would not, I, not, I not mean, every I, game. Oh, I was. I, I'd, I'd about every game. I'd get have to sit down for a
0: second and then go back in. So, in the Hammers was not was not on the level. Matter of fact, y'all just, y'all had that little one uh, face man. The face man had that little one, one bar. One but, ball but, cross? Yeah,
1: well, we had two. The line <laughs> linebackers. Got, they, we, we had to have two and uh but everybody else pretty much the lineman had two but all the backs and everybody else had one so it you served had, no purpose
0: <laughs> you had that one bar and the hammer was not made out of much That was that was supposed to absorb the blow uh, of contact exactly but we know how that goes right Yep. and so that that's one of the reason why did that suit did anything happen with that suit or the suit got dropped with the just suit right there I don't know. Uh, I think the Rydell
1: suit, and I'm not sure if it's a suit that I was in was, I think so. And they just settled it recently. They did? Uh-huh. Just oh, okay. settled it.
0: Well, and, and you, uh, you played with a, with a lot of other, uh, what we call great players, great athletes. Who were some of the greats that you remember? Uh, George Bevan, He's a oh. linebacker. You know, how many years you played with George? One.
1: Other one, year. one year so it was with his senior
0: year was your freshman, was yeah. sophomore year. Right? Yeah, sophomore. Yeah. So, and, so uh, what, what kind of player was George? He was not a big linebacker. He wasn't big at all. There wasn't many big
1: players. Like, I was a big, big player. So one you, of the you biggest know, players okay. on this so you team. So
0: uh, uh, you was like a freak of nature to a lot of exactly. them. Exactly, like, that's right. That big at
1: linebacker. <laughs> and, but... Uh, no, George was one of the best. He was quick as a cat. You know, those small guys had to be quick, and so he was real quick, and he he was good.
0: And who and who are some other good players? Who we played with Tommy Casanova.
1: Casanova, yeah, played with him a year, I think, one or two, one year or two years. Oh, okay, I know I have so many licks with the cardboard
0: helmet.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. cardboard I can remember that. a
0: lot of stuff. <laughs> well, but you also you played with Pepper. Oh yeah, Pepper. Yeah, Pepper Rutland. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So now what type of player was Pepper? Now I know Peppa he was he brought he, he said you was an all, all star, all America all to him you was all world.
1: Well Pepper was a, a good player too. He was quick, real quick. He was a good guy too, you know.
0: Right, he still is. Yeah. We see him every now and then. You know, kinda of share you some stories about LSU. What was your you know, the time at LSU like? Hoo wee. Uh, Did you graduate?
1: No, I actually had uh, eight hours left. and I didn't graduate.
0: You got to be kidding! That close! That close!
1: That close! I just never did. And after, let's see, stayed out, and I, you know, had to didn't want to really go back into school, and which I probably should have. But then I, now I think, well, I, maybe I did the right thing is not go to school. And then I tried a few different things, and then fortunately, my mom and daddy were pretty good cooks and. Oh, that would
0: be, yeah, okay, it, we, we about to get to that. And, so and they, a uh, game, so.
1: My dad was head of the dairy science at LSU. Oh, wow.
0: The head of dairy science at mm-hmm. LSU? Because they had some good ice cream at Dairy Boy, Science. Tell him, but he's the one that got it started, You got, ice cream. Your dad started started ice cream. Yeah. So your dad started the dairy, good what, good. what was his name? H.W.
1: Anderson, Howard Anderson.
0: That is interesting because we, we, we used to look. Forward to go back. They used to give you ice cream for free. No oh, charge. Okay. Huh? Yeah, that's right. They used to give it to you for free back in our days. We used, that's go right. get, we used to get plenty of it. Yep. Then, you, so how you end up in the restaurant? You say your mom and dad was good cooks.
1: Well, yeah, and I ran out of options of what I really wanted to do in life, <laughs> and options, so I had a bright idea to open up a seafood market. You know, just sell raw seafood. So I opened up on Highland Road down there.
0: The same place where the restaurant was at. Yeah. That, was, yeah. that was a seafood market. No, well, it was a house.
1: And then I made it a seafood market. I peeled around, started doing a little practicing on a little cooking. And so I gave a few people a few things and stuff. And they were liking it. And so rather started going in and made the, it goes, it was in two steps. One part was higher in the house than the other parts. So it made the, the lower part the s- seafood, uh, Market and the upstairs was a little dining. You right?
0: had to step in to go to the yeah, dining Everybody and step that. up.
1: So and then it got busier, busier, and the uh, rustling in. So just shut down the
0: market, and made the whole thing a rustling. So how long? How long you stayed as a market? Maybe a year. So it, was it Mike Anderson Market? No, it was uh,
1: Highland Road Seafood. I, did, I what didn't want to use my name because it was I, Highland Road Seafood. Yeah.
0: Nah, that, not,
1: that. Then, no. changed, then we changed it. To, everybody wanted to change it to Mike Anderson, so we changed it to Mike Anderson's market. Well, that was all. you know, you get the name. Well, I, yeah, but I'm not that kind of person. Right, I don't right. really yeah, like I, I use I you. I found out
0: about you a long time ago. Uh, yeah, you really are.
1: Yeah, and then it got to be the food, and then they talked me into putting my name on it, so I said, all right.
0: By starting out as a market, you were just selling fish, Raw fish. Raw fish and, washer, and raw. shrimp, pudding. all that kind of stuff.
1: And, and then I had a big idea to cook some gumbo, so. <laughs> <laughs> Once again. Cooked a pot of gumbo and then it handed it out and everybody liked it, so we just started going
0: that. So, now to do the seafood market and to go into a full-fledged restaurant within a year or so, that's pretty phenomenal. For that you went- they,
1: they started eating the food more than they were buying the fresh stuff we had out there so I said "Hey, I'll start cooking so we had a room back there in the back that we didn't use it for anything so I just made it the kitchen then we outgrew it so so
0: when when I got there in 76 you probably just started the food then about then yeah because I mean we the food was excellent and you <clears throat> it was cheap <laughs> I remember that it was so and you the food was piled up I mean you gave almost three whole fish 20, 30 shrimp I mean it was like a I mean, for like six ninety nine. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's
1: it back was, when seafood was, was dude, cheap.
0: Yeah, it, was, it was like <laughs> it was a lot. It was a whole lot of food because that was a lot of food to eat in one setting. But and that was a, and it. Was really good. So well, that's what a,
1: I want to do. I want yeah, to serve people plenty of food for the dollar. You know, and
0: your mom and dad was good cooks. You figure I can sell this, make a living, take care of myself and my family. You know, right? And then it grew from that to what, 46 years later, full-fledged restaurants that you have several locations.
1: Now, we, we cut a few of them out. We only have two, one, we have two, two now. now? Uh, we dropped the ones in New Orleans and have Gonzales and Baton Rouge.
0: Oh, and I went to the Gonzales one about a month ago. It was, I truly enjoyed that. Oh, well, I mean, really? yeah, good. My, my, my nephew uh, runs
1: it, too. Oh, that's your nephew? Yeah, okay. He's pro
0: Now, I need to let you know this now. You had led LSU in tackles... And your your three four your four years there, and when I got there, you still was one of the leading tackers in LSU history. Hmm. But you know who changed that? Who? Hmm. You looking at it. Oh wow, well, hey. <laughs> We're <need> there to talk. <laughs> so when, when I left, I was the lead attacker. In, in, in LSU uh, uh, history but they you know but by now though they that went to a oh, whole yeah. other level oh, that yeah. oh guy. Abbott Richardson. <clears throat> Abbott had three hundred and seven tackles Gee. I think uh, and yeah, that's, I think he finished with three hundred something. I don't know if it was one in one year. Maybe I forgot oh, how. I don't he,
1: think he could have three hundred tackles in a year.
0: Yeah, no, yeah I mean, but I don't he, think he had, I had in three years. <laughs> no, because back then, we if you got eighty tackles a year, that was a lot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was a whole a lot. lot. Yeah. No, but I think he finished with three hundred, almost 350, 60 I can't remember that number, but he he surpassed me. Cause wow. Because you, you had won the tackle award two years in a row. You did. Uh-huh. And then I came behind <laughs> you. I won it two years in a row. That I was about to win in my third year. I was gonna be. I was gonna be the first one to win it three years in a row at LSU. I got hurt against Alabama <clears throat> that year, and I didn't play for the next two games. So you know, Albert Richardson ended up getting the award. And Al, I am still mad about it. you. Could have shared it with me because you <laughs> knew I was, you knew I was close to you uh-huh. know, to, to, to having a breaking a break in the record at LSU, but. You know, I had records be broke every year, but you had led, and your and your name was always resonating through the. Because you know, I played under Coach Mack Mcclendon, and his staff, and they still was talking about you know the George Bevin. The uh, uh, the George George,
1: was just George was small and quick as a cat.
0: And It's amazing, you know, when I when I first met Joe, I thought, he's he a linebacker?"
1: I do I not mean, believe. It he, so
0: quick. But you know, but he, he he left. I mean, he left his mark there. Yeah, he sure did. I mean, he 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 really, really did. So, like, let's say, let's say about Liberty. What's your thought on the, like Baton Rouge High? Been Baton Rouge High as long as you ever you've been doing. Yeah. But now, in the last year or two. It been changed to Liberty High. What's your thoughts on that? You know, the change of the name is named after the the, the the general, the Confederate General Robert E. Lee, but now it has been changed to mm-hmm. Liberty. What? Give me some thoughts on what, about that. Well, you know, I, I don't know.
1: Uh, either or, it didn't it didn't really bother me either way. I, I didn't really go by the name. You know, I wasn't didn't probably couldn't tell you what school I was playing. for. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't think that was a big deal. Changing wouldn't, the name,
0: wasn't as big as big of a deal as they made it. You know? Yeah, I don't think many,
1: any many people I knew thought it was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, no. just take you know, it didn't matter really matter.
0: Yeah, but you know, but but you you lose the identity of the school you graduated with. I guess that's yeah, why it well, was kind of weird. Yeah, working. but. Because you used to somebody talking today is dead I pull up some of those cards. You know, back in the old back in our days they would put us on these sunbeam cars. These yeah. uh, tra- uh yeah, trading some, cards. Yeah, yeah. Football sunbeam, trading cards. Football trading cards, yeah. And they would put different players on the cards. Yeah. I, I remember I had one of
1: those. I, I just now remember that. I forgot all Yeah, that
0: when that. you got I they had about they made one of, I guess every year, you know, you was a you was a, you was a break you was breaking the record. So you had three or four. I saw three or four different ones of you. Huh. So that was big time. I only got two of me. Wow. <laughs> so so how you get four? Uh, you know, I don't know. So you got they got they had four <laughs> different sunbeam cards, and they, they were really nice. I, and I really should have made a copy They brought it here. Got me, got it signed. I don't know what I was thinking about these. Two. So I missed that. I, I missed that opportunity. When we do see a lot of the players from back in the days. And it's amazing, particularly those who play on a pro level for an extensive period of time. Everybody is bent over. Everybody, their fingers not working quite right, like oh, an arthritis. Yeah. <clears throat> so football, as fun as it is, as, as exciting as it is, what else is it? I'd do it again. you will do it again? I'd do it again. As brutal, as brutal as it is it was to your body. Yes, sure would. That was best times of my life, probably. Now you know. Now you know. You know what they call people like like that, huh? What? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. You know. You 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 know, you, you know, done something that that you say have caused harm to you mentally, physically, spiritually. And, but you'll go back and do it again. Do it in a second. And as I think about it, I think I'm going to you. Would. <laughs> when it gets in your
1: body, it's just there. It doesn't leave. I mean, it's like, something got to be wrong with us, man. You... Uh, well, that was a thing to do then, I think. I think it was more so that that's what all of us looked at growing up is playing football, college, pro, or whatever. And uh, that
0: was just the end thing. That, that football, I mean, but, so what, when you grew up, what, when y'all was in middle school, where did y'all play football at? Uh, I went to Glasgow, mm-hmm.
1: and that's what we played there, and we played uh, that, tackle.
0: Did a the, the football team at Glasgow? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure did.
0: Okay.
1: See, that grade went fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, we played tackle football. Sixth grade at Glasgow, I remember. The sixth grade, we played, yeah.
0: In the sixth grade, y'all had a football, a tackling football team. Yeah, Glasgow Elementary. Did you ever beat Alabama? Oh yeah. Y'all beat Alabama? Mm-hmm. One year. the f- the Four
1: years I played, we never beat we them. We beat them there. We beat them over there.
0: You beat them over there? Mm-hmm. You your senior year, junior year, what was that? I think it was my senior year. So that mean that I so, couldn't so, leave without beating them one time. that that would hurt me because I left if my my senior year, we was beating them. They called back a play that a uh, Chris Williams returned a kickoff or punt, no punt, and for a touchdown they called that back. Another play happened, they called that back, so we end up losing again, although we was on the verge of winning that one. There, well, they had some awful good teams
1: back then, still do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it's ne- never missed a beat. Right? That's right. Uh, amazing. I mean, it's you know, and we know that the great Nick Saban. <clears throat> I know people mad he went there, but. I think LSU'll take it back tomorrow. <laughs> oh well I <I'd> probably so. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. So I mean, but we got a good coach. He's a good guy. Yeah. <clears throat> He's very uh open. He let you know, he opened the doors for the former players to come in. Yeah, so down to earth. That's yeah. that's what kind of person he is. He's yeah. a down to earth person. Right. And he just like when when he comes. Man, much you know. I didn't never. I never got a chance to know Les Miles. You know, I never. You know, he didn't engage us much. Mm-hmm. At least me. I yeah. can't say about us. He didn't, he never engaged. I think that's much. The kind of person he was well, overall. Yeah, he wasn't too oh, engaged. Yeah. yeah. So we never got to know him. He never would. In you know, like if I go out, if I would tell Coach Nader that you know I'm coming over, bringing a few friends, <clears throat> he would say okay, and when I get there. You know, he would. I mean, Coach O would ask, if anything, you know, I had to say to the players. Uh, that shocked me. I was too, too stunned. I, I couldn't think of what, anything to say because I, I didn't expect that to happen.
1: Well, that, that makes a lot of sense, too. I mean, put you on the spot. What do you, what do you tell a bunch of football players that they don't – Really already know from a, another football player. Yeah,
0: yeah. You so, know? you know, the only thing I, I was like, okay, what do I say, right? Just keep it at 100%. <laughs> that's all you can do. And also, we got to acknowledge that our dear friend and uh, confidant and everything else you can imagine his Coach uh, Sam Nader. He just retired. So, we want to wish him and his family well. Uh, we enjoyed all this many years, of 45 years. That's how long. Wow. And what was your number in, at, at LSU? 45. 45. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, on behalf of uh, LD and Mike, number 45, Mike Anderson, we're going to tell co- Coach uh, Sam Nader, congratulations on what? 40? 45. 45 years of service to LSU. That's right. This state. And more importantly, the players, because we truly enjoyed him. Packable guy. So how, how did you – Coach Nader wasn't there at the time you was there. He, no. was, he had just gotten there, I think, about two years, a year or two before I got there. Yeah. So you, you didn't – but he was, he was bringing the recruits out at the time to your restaurant? Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, so you, got, you got a chance to spend some time with him. Yeah, I got him, a chance to know him now. Yeah. So, what you do, so as, as a former player – What's your thoughts on Coach Nader, Sam Nader? I thought he was a good coach. Uh, you know, I, I never had
1: a problem with him, you know, as far as any anything. And I just thought he was a good, a good guy. I thought
0: he was a pretty good guy, too. He helped you make a lot of money over there, too, because he kept
1: – Yeah, because he brought the team over there a lot. He sure did. <laughs> I you,
0: and, uh, he kept yeah. you in business. He yeah, made yeah, he sure did.
1: that – You brought up a good point there. He probably helped me <laughs> stay in business during, the, during those deals. <laughs> Oh, you didn't think about that? Didn't I didn't. I just brought it. Just thought it came to my mind.
0: <laughs> like okay, because you know he kept. I
1: mean, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. He was coming three or four times a year. Yeah.
0: I mean, he and just, they were bring recruits there all the time. All the time. Yep. Oh, so so when the recruits came to Baton Rouge, the first seafood restaurant they was introduced to was Mike Anderson. Yeah. So that's they got that taste in their mouth. They want to come back. So, that's residual customers. Well, so, we, so you you kind of owe Coach, Nate something for that, huh? Probably do. <laughs> well, well I, I'm talking for you, Coach, but I know you can't receive it. So, if you want to pay, you know, give anything, you know, I'll be, I'd be receiving to come for it. By and he, he, he get a
1: meal <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, you know, we just – Coach needed really was a good man. Coach, we we everybody's going to truly, truly miss you. But 45 years, that's a lot of time, a lot of your time. And we thank your lovely wife for and family for sharing you with LSU for so, yes, so indeed. long. Yes, indeed.
1: He was one of the best.
0: So anything you want to share about your upbringing, and you grew up in Baton Rouge.
1: Right, grew so up you, in Baton Rouge and, off of Lee Drive, Parkett Street.
0: And you one of the few LSU players I know in the last 50 years can, you know, Say that a lot of LSU do not recruit a lot of local players. Local oh, they players, used you man.
1: Yeah, used to be quite a few, but you don't see that many local.
0: They come from all over. Where, where the top
1: yeah. players that that's LSU right. going to get? That's them. exactly right. They are going. They going to have That's and it's just like with all the college teams now. It's become such a business. You know, it's a huge business.
0: Because yep. LSU football is serious.
1: Big, Big business. business. Big business. Big business.
0: To where you got with the guy? You got the University of Texas and Oklahoma want to be part of the SEC now. Have signed up to be part of the SEC.
1: They wanted to be part of the SEC years ago, I think. And I think I remember one of them.
0: Well, and they, and they
1: didn't want them, They didn't want to let them in. You you have tickets for LSU game? No, I don't. Really get them anymore. I get them when I want. Them. I go to most of them though. You go to most games. Yeah, I go to a lot of them. I, I get tickets from out there from different friends. Yeah, but oh, you got
0: the hookup. Oh yeah. You got to transfer the hookup to me then. Well, it? I'll try.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I doubt if i make many games this year. It's just too rough on me. Well, just the, the getting up and down, not a, and walking up and down. You know, to and you got you know, it's just so hard work for this old body. <laughs>
0: <I> mean, so. <laughs> Is this male in the back or just, just, just everything? What, what's going on with you like that? I got neck, back, you know, hips,
1: knees. You know. So I had a fake knee put in my in my knee.
0: Okay, then. So you, you had a, a knee replacement. Yeah. Okay.
1: But, you know, at least that's good. And that knee is really better than my other knee. And that, the other knee is good.
0: So and, how, and how long ago was that? So that, the last time I saw you, you, was on a cane. So you must have had that surgery since then. You, had, yeah, a can, probably, you, had, you yeah. had a can uh, the last couple of times I saw you, and I just want to say yeah, you know where where you can at. You but no, I saw you had lost some weight, so I figured that oh okay then he must have trimmed down now. You don't need the, well, the can I, anymore. Well, I was trying to lose weight to take some of the
1: you know what, pressure off of my off the leg and, and stuff, and but you couldn't lose the weight. I I couldn't lose it, and I don't know what caused me to lose it because uh, I didn't try to.
0: So, but you're glad you lost the I mean, weight yeah. because you you still look good. Now, so that's a good thing about you. You know, wow, at 72 years sure. of age, you need some glass. No, but no, because <laughs> you know, at 72 years of age, when we lose weight, you look more freer. Like, yeah, you know, you look. you not a face start shrinking. You know, like, this. but you don't. know. Nah. I mean, well, I you, 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 you ain't never been a good-looking guy, so you know. look <laughs> So that, you're, you that is no problem there because you're all right with that, did you know. So, but no, but you do. You look, you look good. You really do. Well, I appreciate it. So, yeah, anything else you, yeah, you want do to? too, by the way? Oh, you know, you got to say that to me. Well, but, but, I, but, but it does. No, yeah. that's a fact. Yeah, it does help us all get around better. You know. I, mean, I can make a few more good comments yeah. about you regarding regarding you down there. No, thank you, Mike. I, I really appreciate that. But I really appreciate you offering me after just calling you calling you the day before, and you offered me to come the next day to come and sit down and, and chat with you. And, and that that meant a lot to me. Well, that, I, meant, that meant a whole lot. Well, you're a tiger, huh? You know,
1: that's what we got there, to I mean,
0: stand together. Man, that is so, I mean, I got to tell you this here. <clears throat> I never got to know you, right? I, mm-hmm. I never did. Let me tell you what happened. Years ago, i am been talking about years ago, probably when the time when I was just coming out of college or just gotten out of college and, and it's, it happens so regular, I, I can't give much credence to it but the, one of the things I didn't know you and I heard it and say oh he's racist you know people said you know people told me you was racist right and when that happened in a young man's mind you know yeah. I went through integration yeah. so you know oh, I said oh no he, he liked the rest of them and I remember the first time I met you you know you was a businessman so you was busy but you did take time to come talk to me welcome me here because I was they was recruiting me mm-hmm and I just never got a chance to know you and I feel like a big fool because you know the, the times when we talked on the phone and we laughed so much because I just the conversation was just so fun we had, we were so light uh, in right. our thoughts mm-hmm. and I was sharing that's right and I,
1: that's what I have I don't have any problem talking to I think people ex-players and stuff I don't have a bit of trouble, trouble talking to them but if it's somebody other outside of a Football and stuff. I'm very shy, and uh, I'm just been always a shy person. But
0: you got to like, be kids, man. No, I've been. <clears throat> and see that the shyness can make you seem like, say, say if somebody like me walk up to you. I might think you just president, right? Because that's your mind already set up, been set for that. And that's that's where we all been trained in different plays, different areas of our life coming up because of your you know experiences with, with some. But also hearing or just thinking that oh every white person is president, president; every black person is a here You know that kind of. That's what you hear all your life. That's, right. that.
1: that's exactly
0: right. And you, one of the most, one of the nicest people, and so inviting people I had, I've ever meet met. And it's like, and I feel like a fool because all them years I missed enjoying myself, having fun with you. You know, being able to have a. I missed out on all that. You know, because because yep. of my my own. Uh, Ignorance, I guess I say it
1: like that. Well, I wouldn't go that far and say that. But well,
0: maybe it I is mean, because you, you you know when you hear something, you just you believe it. And you like it like. Yeah, it a in. lot of times you know
1: you hear things that you know hearsay. You know what you know half the things people say they didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I tell you what, I, I forgot. I, I forget so much stuff now. I mean, I, I don't know if it's from football or what, or just old times.
0: <laughs> so, so, I mean, but you're still a young man. You, what, 72?
1: 72. When you
0: birth, your birthday in February, right?
1: Yeah, February.
0: Yeah, so you're still a young man, but...
1: mm
0: mm-hmm. but, but back to the situation, but, and I'm glad to see that uh, that you and your son are sharing this, these days together, beautiful scenery outside, looking at the palm trees and, and the waterfall. He did all this landscaping himself. You got to be a kid. Every bit, every
1: palm tree, he did it. Not I it. dug that pond back there, but that's been about 40 years ago. You, you dug the no, pond way back? You all those trees. No, in you bought dredge.
0: You didn't go dig no pond. Oh, no, we had dredge, yeah, no. That <laughs> was definitely dredge. I, I didn't have a shovel out <laughs> No, You no, he, he wouldn't do that kind of work anyway. So you had the pond dredge, which really, I didn't even see the pond. I see it now. Got mm-hmm. a little waterfall back there, too. Born a sprinkler, rather. Right? But, uh. Yeah. But I thank you, uh, Mike Ellis for giving count time and giving me this opportunity to come and sit down and commune and share. And I, I'm really, I'm, I'm honored to, that you took the time out to, to sit down and offer me the opportunity to come to your home and talk to you. My pleasure, anytime. And glad you came by and good to see you. Hey, good. Well, okay then. And, uh, and right now, too, before we close, i let make sure that you know that uh, <clears throat> uh, we do get a meal on the house, huh? Sure. <laughs> he ain't giving nothing time. away. Any he ain't giving nothing won't. away. We, <laughs> we, he ain't even offer off us any, any water, you know. <laughs> oh. He ain't getting I'm get like, out. <laughs> he can't get any water for him. But, no, thank you so very much. We enjoyed the visit. We Appreciate enjoyed the thing. And thank you for being one of our living legends and continue being one of our living legends, community supporters, and uh, making a difference. Thank you so very much. Buddy.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: All right. And always remember this here. Man can shocker the hand. Man can shocker the feet. But only you can shocker the mind. The mind is always free to travel wherever you dare to take it. And I'd like to thank you for tuning in once again to Count Time Podcast. I'm Brother L. Diazobra. Thank you once again. Remember, it's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's Count Time. Time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted.